0: Hey everybody, Stephen here, hope you're going super well. In today's episode, we're going to focus on the word fresh, Uh, a refresh of what you're doing, how do you start the year freshened up, and how do you use fresh eyes with things that are coming to you in your life? So I'm I'm thinking it's kind of like Sesame Street where they pick a letter, maybe I should this year use a word off the podcast. So fresh is it today, so let's uh, dive into this one. Hey guys, this is my third attempt at this podcast, my, my head is completely broken. You know, I've been giving up smoking and drinking and, um, it's been giving me a huge perspective increase in how much I've been hiding my anxiety behind those things, especially my anxiety that comes from dyslexia and ADHD, you know, the, the challenges I have, it's just amazing how much I've dulled them with vaping and drinking and also emotional eating. You know, those three things in my trifecta. If I was betting on horses, I would be winning a lot of money because I have all three of them coming in first all at the same time. So, you know, I'm really struggling, like even trying to keep my head focused on this podcast, you know, trying to do what I think you would like to hear and instead actually stuff it. Let me be real, this is frustrating. You know, I've, I've come to terms with my with a new perspective, that's really helping me get through this, right? Like um, I've gained this what I'd call it fresh perspective. I'm using fresh eyes to actually see what I've been doing for so long has literally just been covering up a problem I've always had, right? I've always had over anxiety. It's kind of like fluctuations of anxiety. Like you may feel this is like there's sometimes so much anxiety anxiety feels like the normality, that like the normal state. And when you're trying to solve that and say, my normal state shouldn't be like this. I found all these solutions, be it from smoking, be it from drinking, you know, you know, a bunch of different things, you name it. I've probably tried it. I've been very lucky. I've never got into hard drugs, if I'm honest, sometimes when I think about it, but this, this, you know, what I've realized by giving these two things up and being very aware is how much of my life is owned by this, you know, I've kind of always known it and I've, I've kind of made up excuses. Like I've got an addictive personality or, um, this is just me. This is the way I was born. But in hindsight, you know, it's becoming very obvious. It wasn't that way. And I'm like majority of people I've I've had anxiety through things like dyslexia, ADHD, not understanding who I was, feeling that other people didn't understand who I was, which caused me social anxiety. It caused me internal anxiety, this friction that keeps going on throughout my life. And I've used these external sources to try and relax me. And so, you know, when you give up a couple of your key, key ones, and you start to really put the third emotional eating under a microscope, it's amazing how much that affects you as a human being cuz your your body has to completely reset it's it's like um and it's a weird thing cuz it's not like 24/7 i'm struggling right it's like you know time to time i have this massive anxious moment and i can see what happens is my mind flashes up going to the door picking up my my vape machine thing which i don't own anymore it's gone and and just having a vape you know, that's, that was my way out. It was like my, it was, you know, I don't even want to call it a crutch. It was just what I did. It was just a habit. It became so habitual. I was so brainwashed into thinking it was helping me when actually what it was doing is it was creating more anxiety. So it's kind of, it's really strange. Like it's a really odd feeling. And I know, you know, doing this podcast from inside the feeling, you know, I won't feel like this. I'll promise you. In three to four weeks, it'll have dissipated. My habitual side of it will have changed. All the nicotine will have a thousand percent gone. Um, it'll it'll be good. And I've experienced this before. But this part we're stuck in it is painful. But what I what I have enjoyed through it is this this concept of 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 getting this this fresh set of eyes and perspective. Like I'm starting to understand that you know, anxiety has laid in my life and, you know, I don't, you know, the research I'm doing and I'm doing some work because I want to put together something pretty powerful around anxiety this year. And I want to use myself as the test subject. But what I've realized is just, my life is all anxiety. You know, it's cortisol goes up, adrenaline goes up, you know, find a way to get it down, go back up, you know, and it's like my life is just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, it's amazing, you know, the more I I look into it, you know, you realize anxiety is something you've got to be thankful for. You know, you're asking yourself, what is he talking about? How can you be thankful for anxiety? This thing is, you know, keeping me trapped. It feels like it's suffocating us from some time time to time. But, you know, anxiety is your body's, you know, and I heard it put really well. It's your body's response um, to something you care about um, and keeping it safe. You know, then you might say, what's he on about? But like if you you know you feel like say you want to you want to do really well at a job interview and you get anxious about it. what anxiety is doing is it's trying to give you more energy or more focus or more, rah, you know you know importance towards something. It's kind of someone says it's the same chemical response as excitement, which is really interesting. You know anxiety and excitement are very, very similar. and I'd never thought of it like that. Um, anxiety just comes from a slightly different, you know, it's, they're, they're both sides, yin and yang, right? Excitement feels like a good thing. Anxiety feels sometimes like a bad well, it always feels like a bad thing, but they're the same chemical response, just with a different set of eyes looking at it. And so the more I look into this, the more I think, okay, you know, the only way I get out of this kind of addictive cycle is really learning to own and understand my anxiety and like, I don't, you know, to me personally, depression isn't something I've really noticed I've had, like I've had depressed points, but it's not something that I would say I've had a two year problem with. And I know some people do suffer with it. I I, I haven't, uh, but I know anxiety, this, this more constant little nibbling at myself. Like, have I got that right? Have I got that wrong? You know, my, my dyslexic mind running down a rabbit hole has just completely, feels like it's kicked me in the nuts, right? You know, that's, you know, for, for the men out there, I'm not sure that the opposite for a woman, but please feel free to put your own example in there. But it feels like it's just kind of weighing you down and it's, it's always on your back. So the more I learn about this, the more I want to share what I'm learning around anxiety and how I feel it impacts us. And I don't think anxiety is solely for dyslexics or people with ADHD. You know, it is not just for us. Anxiety is a natural human function, but how anxiety can get confused by the way our minds work is so powerful, right? You know, your feelings and anxiety as a feeling is driven by your thoughts. Your thoughts are driven by how your mind works. Now the mind of an ADHD and dyslexic person is different to neurotypical. The chemical reactions, the way we visualize things, the way our emotions react to the way we dream, we think, we believe. And you know, you know, I've started started doing some coaching with people around anxiety because I find sometimes the best way I learn is to coach other people around anxiety because it gets me to hear their questions, their problems, their challenges. And it's just so powerful to be able to, to look at it and just realize how insidious this misunderstanding of anxiety is. And for someone who, you know, is lived, this is lived experience. I'm experiencing as we talk, it's pretty um, confronting, right? And, um, you know, I, I can just see there's so much in this that can help so many people. So I'm going to keep working through this. I'm not going to, not going to break. And I'm not, I'm also, I'm also not going to, you know, the last thing I'll probably talk about today around, around freshness is I'm going to take a fresh, you know, a fresh perspective on this, a fresh, you know, um, way of looking at it. I'm going to use fresh eyes. I'm not going to approach giving up these challenges as a negative or I'm, I'm losing anything. I'm taking a fresh perspective that I'm not giving anything up. What I'm actually doing is getting a lot back. And that's the perspective, the fresh, I've been brainwashed for so long to think that these things are solving a problem when actually they're creating problems. You know, that fresh perspective is important. And also the fresh perspective on anxiety, you know, it's a huge flip to go anxiety thank you. You are good for me. You're looking out for me. You're doing everything you can with what you have. I appreciate you. You are an important part and I never want to get rid of anxiety. Like that's a massive, massive fresh eyes perspective flip for 2021 for me. You know, I'm actually saying good things to understand its connection to excitement. My understanding of how anxiety really, I guess, putting it into focus that it is an emotion that's driven by my brain and how to get those two things to interact better, to get less scared of the world. So yeah, it's pretty, it's going to be a big year guys. I just really want to get that off my chest. I don't even know if this relates to the intro I did before it. In hindsight, I might actually should, or I should actually do the intros after I record the podcasts, but um, hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully it's got you thinking about your own anxiety and the your own crutches or your own solutions that aren't really serving you. Have an epic rest of your day. I'll be hanging out more in the Adult Dyslexia Secrets group now that I'm back. And, you know, I'm really committed to to this this year. I really want to do some amazing stuff for you guys. I want to create. I want to bring people along. And I want us to really um, survive 2020 and thrive. Have an epic rest of your day. Check us out at thetruthaboutdyslexia.com.